Hello world, I'm Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Phil Schneider. And you're listening to Church Mag Podcast number 75. Gotta know your voice, know what you want to talk about, and own it. You know, be be the experts you want people to see you as. What makes a good sounding podcast, but ultimately, that's not what it comes down to. I would rather have a comment than a retweet. I'd rather have a comment than a reshare. This week's podcast is brought to you by Media Fusion. Media Fusion can get your church started with live streaming for as little as $9 per month. Learn more, sign up for free by visiting MediaFusionApp.com. That's MediaFusionApp.com. This week, we answer a few questions that you sent us that are centered around podcasting, including questions about the Church Mag podcast. If you want to join the conversation or ask a question yourself, simply use the hashtag CMAGCast. Now, let the fun begin. All right, welcome to another episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Recently, somebody hit Jeremy up on Google+. Phil, you may have heard of Google+. I don't know if you're on there or not. Um, <laughs> and uh, they had a question for him about finding podcasts. Jeremy, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about their question. So, this is not a smack against Phil, but there's so much content on here that I cannot find who sent the actual question. I'm literally, I've literally been scrolling this whole time and I can't find where it is. No, it's just gone. It's just vanished into the ether. That is Google plus. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's, I've it's, been it's, searching it's howling wasteland. <laughs> so the question I know that I know what the question discussion was, cause we were going back and forth for a little bit. It was, first of all, he was asking about how do we find more podcasts in general? Because he wants to do a leadership podcast. He wants to try to figure out how to, mimic or emulate those kind of different podcasts. And I, I had a tough time trying to figure out a great way to just simply find more podcasts for him. And so that was his first question. And then the follow-up to that was how to do a podcast. Well, wow. That's a lot of question. Well, it's not, it doesn't sound like a lot of question, but it's a lot of answer. Um, it is. I, I think, I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but I, I think the first thing that you want to do if you feel like there's a podcast you want to do is try to find podcasts that fit your genre or the space that you want to enter into. I mean, when I, when I, without looking, when I hear that somebody wants to do a leadership podcast, I kind of feel, I kind of want to say, right, because we need another leadership podcast. Maybe I'm wrong, Phil. No, I, I don't think you're wrong. I, but then again, like my, my buddy and I are, are developing a podcast um, on politics and faith and there's plenty of politics podcasts right. and gosh knows there's plenty of faith podcasts. So maybe you can find a nice cross section somewhere. Right. And I think that that dovetails with this, the other part of the question was how to do it well. And that is, you know, your leadership podcast, what sets you apart and makes you different than the other leadership podcast, right? So it isn't necessarily like, oh, well, somebody else is already doing that. Well, how are they doing it? And how is yours going to be different, unique? What's going to make me want to listen to yours instead or as well? And his, this is coming from a church standpoint. So I think he wants to get his congregation involved in his church. So I think it's going to be a very niche approach. It's not looking to try to get to the whole world, though. I didn't spend too much time on the actual strategy of it for him, so I won't go too far with that aspect of it. Now, when you when you paint it like that, that sounds like a very unique and very interesting podcast, even for those that, that aren't part of his mm-hmm. congregation. That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. One of the first places I told him as far as trying to find podcasts was obviously blogs. Uh, I know that a lot of people love to share their podcasts, including very cool people, so I think that that is one good option. 
Um, I know that I recently wrote an article on some of the best podcasts I like to listen to with church technology. So, well, I know you two, you guys listen to um, more podcasts than I do. When it comes to a good sounding podcast, uh, fundamentally, I mean, you, you can look at it. When I look at it, I think of a little bit more of a technical or production standpoint, you know, what makes a good sounding podcast. But ultimately, that's not what it comes down to. I agree. There has to be there has to be topic. Has to be the the host has to have an um, an engaging mic presence. I think um, one of my favorite podcasts or my, my two favorite podcasts by the same guy. And I found them both in iTunes. There's search iTunes. iTunes actually is not too bad on, uh, in my opinion. You can find some good podcasts just going through iTunes, checking the various categories and whatnot. And um, he is so they're one they're one man shows, but he has a very engaging mic presence. He's just he's got a good voice, he's got a good cadence, and he just it, it keeps your ears tied to the show. Um, I think it depends on what it is you want because I know a lot of people look at our podcast and they love it, but some people are upset because we're not sometimes very informational, and so we're having a lot of fun, but we never have put out the presence that we're doing anything but what we do. And so I think it's important to recognize that people have different styles as far as expectations with podcasts. Um, so that's important. So if you want to do a podcast, know what it is that you want to do and how well you do it. And I, that's my fear of mimicking someone else's. If you're going to try to mimic someone else, it's already out there then. And so what, what's the point of listening to yours? But also you have your own strengths. And I'm not necessarily the funniest guy, but Phil kind of brings it all home. And his quick wit and then Eric, your production value is just amazing. And I think that if we try to do what other people are doing as far as podcasts, I don't think we would do this one very well. Right. We've never tried to have an instructional podcast ever, 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 ever. And sometimes we've we've done it without each other, like... I think one time Jeremy and I or Phil and I, there was some situation where it was just two of us and it just, it like, it was painful because we didn't, there's something about the, the, the three of us that makes it, makes it work. And so that's one thing that, that you can't, if you want to do a, do a podcast, especially if you want to do it with somebody else is having a bit of chemistry. And that's something that can't be engineered or faked. Like either you have it or you don't the end. Exactly. You have to get in that flow and you have to know what you've got to know your voice, know what you want to talk about and, and own it, you know, be, be the experts you want people to see you as. And that's difficult whenever you want to try to mimic other people, because that's not you being you in that process. And that's really tough to hold to that standard of, I want to have excellence, but I'm trying to do it on my own. That's a little bit scary, but you kind of have to have that expectation as you go into it. Yeah, and and don't be afraid to edit your podcast. Just like when you're writing a blog, blog, bleh, just like when, I almost said blog cast. <laughs> if even like when you're writing a blog, you shouldn't be afraid to cut parts out of it to edit it. You know, edit what you've written down to be more precise. Don't be afraid to do that with your podcast either. If there's part of it that you're just rambling on. Mm -hmm. Cut it out, right? Because nobody wants to hear that. Agreed. But for, as far as finding podcasts, I mean, yeah, check blogs. I honestly, I do believe iTunes is a pretty good uh, podcast finding function. I've also searched through Instacast, which is my preferred iPhone uh, podcasting mm -hmm. app. So those, those are the ways I find them. And I like the I like the similar podcast feature that iTunes has, as well as Pocket Cast has a new and featured podcast. That's actually how I get most of mine. And so I actually just go on there and look at what's the latest and greatest. And I listen to about three or four of them and if I like it. I like it. And if not, 
I just unsubscribe. Yeah, and I think the way technology has become so affordable, I don't think that you need to worry about having the top of the line, top of the line everything before you start doing your podcast. Um, I think sometimes, just like bloggers sometimes get lost in having the right theme and the right plugins, I think the same thing can happen with podcasters. They get so focused in on the right microphone and the right editing and all this kind of stuff, when really, fundamentally, that's not where it's at. The, why those things can be can be really nice and they can make it more enjoyable. And I think you should do, you know, you should produce something, you know, produce it well. Just don't get too caught up in, in that would be my recommendation too. And as much as it's as much about the fact of having your headphones in while you're talking, if you're talking with other people, as it is about making sure that you have enough background noise, but not too much and making sure that you are connecting the whole thing well together. So I think that all those things are important too. Do you think we, do you you think we answered his question? Well, I think that question is done. Next question, sir. And blessing. Mm -hmm. He, he hit us up. He hit up the uh, church mag Twitter. How do you manage working on church mag with people working remotely wins, downsides advice. Now that's an interesting thing is that we're doing this podcast completely remote. I'm in Italy. Phil is in um, the middle of nowhere and Jeremy is in Colorado. So we're doing this remotely, and this dovetails with um, the podcast question. This podcast has to be edited because because bandwidth, because buffering. Like, there's sometimes lag between when I'm talking, they're talking. I mean, we're all in three different locations, so there's going to be lag. So it's very important. So if you ever listen to the podcast and you're like, wow, those guys have such great timing. I wish I had that kind of timing. If you want that kind of timing, edit it. That's how we have that kind of timing because I... I cut it up, I tighten it up, I move things here and there so that so that we have good timing because we're not sitting together. If we were sitting in a room, I think all together, I think it would be probably a ridiculous riot or really awkward. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil would have good timing. We would just pale in comparison. Right. We would have awful, awful ti- timing. Timing and Caden and it's... <laughs> Uh, well, I'll, I'll say this. I'm, I, your comments are generous, but um, I was teaching the other day, and I was hilarious. I was I was cracking myself up, and the kids are like, I don't get it. And I'm like, it's because you don't read books. This is smart comedy. This is college comedy. <laughs> is that really what you said? You're, you are becoming that guy. You're becoming that guy. Because, like, you're probably, like, laying out all these dad jokes. No, and then, not dad and then jokes. They like high is, speed. <laughs> seriously, like high sure? speed, tongue in cheek. Um, Jokes. It was good. And then you dropped the, it's because you don't read books, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> don't read books, kid. Uh, so I, your mom reads books. <laughs> I think our number one, the way that we manage working remotely is one word and one word only. Am I right, guys? I don't know. I'm not agreeing to anything until I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Slack. I think that that's how we do it. Entirely how we do it. Sure, in Google Plus, because that would require getting you onto Google Plus. I mean, maybe maybe that's oversimplifying it, but I mean, we get a lot of we get a lot of um, lots of everything done in Slack, goofing off, brainstorming, venting. Mm-hmm. Like that that is that's the place, man. It is the it is the virtual office. We have a water cooler. We have a secret volcano base. I mean, we we have all the places that a uh, a place like Church Mag would need. Yeah, we we I mean, this is like our third back channel network. Eric, right? We had Yammer and then Yeah, yeah, Google. yeah. 
social cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that. and this is easy, the best one. This is uh, this has really helped our networking. Uh, I think it, I think I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say increase. I don't know twofold. It's not a tenfold increase, but at least a, I think we've doubled our productivity because it's so much easier to um, to discuss issues and and, and, and keep them keep the conversation moving and get ideas flowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, and we're able to keep it organized too. So there's, there's places where we can goof off there's as well. Plenty of that going on too. I do think that the difficult thing about working remotely, and this is a much more remotely than maybe he's thinking is that time zones, hugs. I think hugs. I think there's a lack of hugs. I think that that's probably the biggest downside. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure how to hug. evaluate that. So I'm just going to let it be. I'm getting appropriate amount of hugs right now, guys. I think we're going to uh, don't, don't send me hugs. I, I'm, I'm virtually giving you a, uh, an arm pat right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm virtually taking one step to the side. <laughs> I think for me, the difficult part is the time zones because right now we're recording this and it's a Saturday, which means that we got a lot of stuff going on. Any three of us, and Eric, it's the end of your day. It's, it's two in the afternoon, and yeah. in the morning to here. And Phil, it's well, it's in the middle of nowhere, so I don't know if it necessarily matters. But the rooster's been crowing for an hour and a half, so there's that. <laughs> so I think that that's. I think that the the toughest thing, at least in a practical sense for me, has been just simply needing to make a sacrifice of. Well, I'm getting up this morning. I love to sleep in, and I'm going to get up anyways. So I think that that's been a tough thing. Whereas, Eric, you're for me, that's an even bigger sacrifice myself because it's the end of the Saturday. That's when you want to kind of go out and have fun, and you're recording a podcast for everybody. Yeah, it's 2 in the afternoon, but, you know, um, it's all good. And th- that is something you definitely have to keep in mind. Now, if you're all in the – if you're all, if everyone's in the United States, uh, I think the re- the working remotely is probably a little bit easier because at max, you're going to be talking about, you know, a three-hour difference. So, at max. So, that's that's a lot easier. Unless you're, unless you're in Hawaii. Okay, Phil. I'm just repping the Hawaiians, bro. <laughs> Aloha. What about the people in Alaska? Or are they in the same time zone? I think they're in Pacific, I think. I don't think Alaskans need reps. I think they can just lay a sunlight all, all the half the stinking years. So no, they're just drinking Red That's Bull and going for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and some 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 parts of the day it's like they have a, a, an hour of daylight. So maybe maybe there, maybe Alaska is is no time zone. Yeah. Kind of like Phil's in the middle of nowhere. They're yeah. in the middle of no time. It's, you know what it is? It's like a, it's like a timeless, empty void of snow and there's no relationship. Much like Google Plus. I, I want to just say right now, if if anyone from Alaska listeners to the Church Mag podcast, reach out to us because we want you on the podcast. We have some questions about what it's like to live in Alaska. Am I right, guys? Yes. I, my first question is, um, how well, many not, years uh, Phil, that, high school are spent on igloo repair? I mean, is that like a, is that a freshman only course or do you have to like, is it like one-on-one, one-on-two kind of thing? Yeah, Jeremy and I will have serious questions for you. Phil is, Phil spends his days with middle schoolers, so what, what, what are you going to oh, do? Oh, high schoolers now, bro. Oh, high schoolers now. It's, yeah, there's 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 way more faux maturity in the in the room. I think we have a new tagline: Church Mag being historically inaccurate since 2012. Bam! So, well, being historically inaccurate since whenever the history major during the show, because I know just enough to make crap up. I figure that 2012 was a nice little pitch because we started what 2014. Yes, that's appropriate. I think that's appropriate. All right, um, Stephen Holt. Which I'm sorry, but I just have to say this: Steve Holt. 
Still don't get that restaurant. Or, <laughs> I still don't get that. Reference. It's from the it, terribly inappropriate. I don't recommend watching uh, Arrested Development. Must be the reason it's so inappropriate. That I just don't understand. I get it. Terribly inappropriate, but terribly awkwardly hilarious. Yes. Are you, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, it's a show that you watch once because it's funny, but you don't watch it again because it makes you feel oogie. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That's exactly what happened to us. We were like, hey, well, let's watch that again because they brought it back or something, which we never got that far. We began watching. We're like, this is really awful. We have to stop. So we stopped. Well, the, the, the new season on Netflix was not very good anyway. Um, it was an objective, just objectively bad TV. And then I'm like, I can't believe we watched that whole thing. That's awful. Then we, you know, yeah, we're, we have a problem. We're buried on stories. And so if we get into a good story, we have to finish mm-hmm. it. So, which is why my wife and I got, we watched, I got like 90 or 120 episodes of this Spanish soap opera because <laughs> she found it and thought it was interesting. And I started watching it and we just got hooked. And so, over the course of th- uh, a month, we watched like 90 episodes of this thing. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. <laughs> Thanks, it was dude. great because they could swear in Spanish and my daughter couldn't hear it. So, <laughs> No. But it was, a, it was a really weird show. Very weird show. And, and one of those shows, like, I'll never watch again. But I'm kind of – I'm glad I watched it the one time because it was a good, like, experience. But, uh, but, but even then – even then, even for a Spanish soap opera, Eric, it was still more appropriate than Arrested Development. Wow. That's, well, yeah. probably not. It was more appropriate. The Spaniards, they have no problem with the you know, muy caliente stuff on TV. Gotcha. All right. Well, Stephen Holt um, said people, he, one of his social media pet peeves, because we're doing that now, guys. I should have announced that or something. Like Segway music, dun, 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 dun. See, I don't know. not segueing things is a pet peeve of mine, but it's See, okay. I'll, oh, I'll yeah, and that falls on me. I apologize. <laughs> he said, "People who only interact when they disagree with you." Now, I'm looking at you, Jeremy. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you can't actually see this because this is an audio podcast, but I'm looking up at the ceiling. I'm avoiding eye contact. Okay. Well, as long as your gestures are appropriate, we're good. No, um, people have done that to you as well. Am I right, Jeremy? Or you do that to other people? No. Wait, what? I don't know if I do it to other people. No, I don't. I don't think so. No, I, I think that I think that that's a difficult one because people want to engage with others. I actually love interacting with just anybody and everybody because I have this whole thing about wanting to value people. And so I actually go out of my way just to compliment people and say and give comments and. I would rather have, personally, and this is me, I would rather have a comment than a retweet. I'd rather have a comment than a reshare. Right. Um, that makes sense. That's my own personal thing um, because I'm not in social media to get numbers. Otherwise, I would be doing a different kind of social media process. And so I just want to interact with people. That's my thing. Yeah, Tim, so. to me, what he has described is just the classic troll, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know what he's talking I've, about. I've never, I've never had trolls, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on with what you guys are saying. <laughs> See, if I were you, I would be really doing some, some self-evaluation because if you don't have any trolls or you've never been trolled, then maybe you are the troll. Or maybe I'm trolling by saying I don't have trolls. <laughs> I'll let the listeners All right. decide. Jeremy's Twitter handle is, uh, what is it, at Gumby Station? Yeah. So please troll him this week. Go ahead. Troll him. He says he doesn't have trolls, so go ahead. Troll him. You've been you've been uh, ordained by the Church Mag Podcast. Troll Jeremy. There's a, 
isn't the word trolling like a trolling motor, like a boat that's it's meant to like not a high speed boat motor, but it's like a motor for just zipping around on a on a, like a lake or a pond for fishing, a trolling motor. Yeah, I, I sometimes I feel mm-hmm. like some bloggers and some people on social media are just trolling around social media looking for trolls. They're just putting around like saying inflammatory things, just waiting for someone to attack them. Then it's like, oh, the trolls are out tonight. Well, you. You baited them. Yeah, that people like to use the imagery of a troll, like under a bridge troll. But it is what you said. It's when it's it's trolling when you go fishing and the boat goes real slow and you have your baited hook. It's like if the fish aren't biting, that's like the worst. That's like the that's your like your, the last thing you do. Well, let's troll, right? And you're just trying to get a bite, and that's what people uh, are doing when they're trolling. See, I'm learning things here, people. Yeah, this yeah, is good. yeah. Right here, people. I knew my time on uh, Lake McConaughey, Nebraska, would finally. Finally, uh, reap its rewards. Well, good job, bud. All right, guys. If you have a social media pet peeve or even a question, comment, whatever it may be, uh, use the hashtag CMAGCast. Also, don't forget to um, troll Jeremy this week at Gumby Station. <clears throat> You're welcome, by the way, ahead of time, Jeremy. Another week, another podcast. We love hearing from you, so tell us what you think by using the CMAG hashtag, and we'll be sure to reply. You can also submit any comment, question, or podcast ideas by visiting churchmag forward slash riddle me this. Until next week. Um, now I know every... No, I'm not going to make it a Google Plus joke. Um, he said... Uh, <laughs> I was really tempted there for a moment. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. Go ahead, troll them. <laughs> <laughs>